Welcome to AM. My name is Richard Conway, and this is the platform for age group multi-sport athletes to showcase their journeys. Episode 20, I hope everything is good and you're all well. Um, back into lockdown again, unfortunately. But it was always going to happen, I think, after the Christmas period where things were so relaxed. Um, but enough of that. We've just got to get through it as best we can and make the most of it. We've got our sport, we've got our health. We've got running, biking, swimming, yoga, strength training, plus all our daily daily endeavours that make up our full lives. And um, yeah, we've got each other, even though it might not be face-to-face, we can still FaceTime each other, still WhatsApp, still Instagram. So really, really lucky in that, that respect. So I hope you're all doing okay. I hope these podcasts help and give you a bit of inspiration. And thank you again for listening. Much appreciated. Um, during lockdown, well, just as just as we were going into lockdown, um, Amp Ed, headquarters have moved. So we've moved from a country setting where we lived for 23 years to town life. Uh, we've downsized. And this, is, this show's being recorded from our new home. And uh, we have a little office now upstairs with a Zwift set up in one corner, a desk in the other corner, which my wife works from home occasionally as well. Um, and hopefully it'll work all right. Might be a little bit noisier because obviously we're in town and more traffic, more people, more noise. But at the moment, as we're in lockdown, I don't think that's really going to be much of a problem. Um Moving can be a stressful, stressful occasion, but we've we've done all right actually. We've not, we were well organised and the move went went smoothly. So quite pleased with how things have have gone, and managed to get Zwift set up. Even though we haven't got the internet, um, I've hotspotted off my mobile phone, and I've managed to do a few rides on Zwift. One was a group ride with. Um, WBC, who I'm a member of, and that was nice to meet up with him on Sunday and, and do an hour on there and have a chat over over the internet. It's really good to see them all. and So, yeah, that's, that was good. And although we're in town, we're literally five minutes away from the walls, uh, Lincolnshire walls, so that's, that's really nice as well. So, all in all, under the circumstances of a move and in lockdown, um, we're doing all right. We're doing all right. So moving on to episode 20, we've got age grouper Tim Fowler, who um, he's quite used to uh, being in lockdown because he's a prison officer. And um, yeah, so he goes into how it's affected him. And he tells us that he was uh, an ex-amateur jockey and and horse trainer and I, interestingly 
he how he's brought training horses into his his own training um, in multi-sport, which I thought was quite ingenious, really. Tim tells us about his struggle with um, diet while he was riding horses, and um, back in back in those days, there was no nutrition advice. He was just following what all the other guys were doing and um, it wasn't very healthy and he he now realises that and um, he's definitely addressed that in his multi-sport training Um, so that was quite interesting to hear Tim's also the chairman of the prison officers triathlon club and he goes into how that came about and then we talk about how he got into multi-sport to begin with and it set off him being dared by his younger, it started by him being challenged by his the younger officers in the prison, who uh, dared him to take on a running race, um, which he duly did, trained for, and beat every one of them. And from that, he's just um, never looked back, and he's gained more confidence, and he managed to qualify for GB not just once but several times over the years since he started so hope you enjoy it we'll see you on the other side ciao tim are we all right yes ah there we are (laughs) modern technology just about got it sorted nice one that's good news how are we doing i'm all right yeah yeah. you there yeah you happy yeah i'm all right yeah i'm good 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 how are you yeah good yeah 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 it's uh Funny old time, but uh, we're getting through it. We are. Well, we we think we are, and then they hit us with something else, don't they? Yeah, we. Well, you just got to keep going, haven't you? Yeah, yeah, you have. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I think fortunately, um, like-minded people uh, seem to be getting through it a lot better than most. I think. I think so. I think so. We've got sport, haven't we? We've, yeah. You know, we've got goals, so it just keeps you motivated, keeps you driven. Yeah. Um. I think you can get it's easy to get a bit despondent and a bit oh nothing's nothing's going right. What's the point? But we've just got to keep on. We've got we've got races for twenty twenty one. We might have a year like we had year where don't get anything in the early half of the year and, and race in earnest in the latter half. But it's something, isn't it? Something to keep going for. That's right. And I think for us, it's um, it's a lifestyle and it's a process, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, a few days off from work um, this week, and we're still all training focused. Yeah. Even you know, you've got your your life stuff to do as well. But was the core is training, and everything else fits around that for okay. me at the moment. Yeah. That seems to be the best way to get through it. I think so. Yeah. So, um, thank you for coming along to Amp. No pleasure. Looking forward to it. And where do we find you in in the UK? I'm in. Um, Five miles south of Buckingham. Okay. In very And I believe you're um, a prison officer? I am, yes. Yeah, chairman of the prison officers, the prison service triathlon club, um, which is, as it, as it says on the tin, really, it's, yeah. it's a triathlon club for, for prison staff and past. Yeah, yeah. And is that... Um, right now, all around the country. Yeah. So we only really sort of meet up a events and things like that um yeah. yeah so so we're not 
we're trying to organise um, meeting up, maybe a training camp or something like that. But we're going to do it this year, and that. Um, and how long has that been going on? Easily, easily twenty years. Right. Yeah. So it's I've, well I've established. Taken, Said, 
please don't do that again. <laughs> um, so yeah, I get a proper job, and now I'm a prison officer. So, yeah. so how long have you been a prison officer? Uh, Thirteen and a half years. Right. Do you enjoy it? Yeah, it's it's different. Like all all the mid thirties, everything was outdoor lifestyle. You know, outdoor work. Yeah. Uh, now this is obviously indoors all the time, yeah. but. I find that the running, the cycling, the swimming just is a it's just a brilliant release. Yeah. Brilliant release from working in that sort of goldfish bowl environment. Yeah. Yeah. And how's that been in lockdown then? What's the has that affected you? Uh, it started off not a lot of difference really. mm. Um because obviously a, a prison environment is a lockdown, isn't sure. it? So yeah, of course. Um so uh, it's you know we've obviously with you know it's with PPE up. Um, we're getting tested. Um, the prisoners are getting tested now, so we're sort of more on top of it. Um, but it's just it's you know you just you're waiting for a, a pandemic to start in there. We've done the whole prison estate there has done really well in keeping. Um, you know it's it's not happened. Good. Um, so, uh, really, really pleased with how we've managed it. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's you know, as far as work, everything been no change to life at all. You yeah. Get up in the morning, get to work, come home. You know, obviously, there's no working from home. Yeah. And bring ten up. <laughs> you know, everything's everything's carried on pretty much the same. Yeah. You know, it's been all right. Yeah. So how was how was your um, introduction into swimming, biking, and running? That where did that come about? That came about once I finished um, with the horses. Um, um, I, I wasn't inactive. Obviously, it's a fairly active job and everything. But the weight piled on, which is it's an underlying theme, really. Put the weight on. And um, we're our, our jail's quite close to Oxford, and uh, have the have the Oxford Half Marathon, which goes through the centre of the city. And a couple of the younger people at uh, at work pretty much dared me to get fit, do it, thinking that I wouldn't stand a chance. Mm. Their quote was, "You're too back." So that was really that was the kick up the backside. So I spent, they, they, they did me in the April and the races in the October. So I just spent all summer just gradually building up the running distance, um, just getting more confident that I could, you know, started off with run a mile without stopping, um, run a mile and a half and just gradually increasing it. I got to, what did I get to September and I thought, right, I need to do. A race. So I did a, a local, just a local village 10k race. Everything went fine. Um, basically, just kept going. Got to the Oxford Half Marathon, and all the, the youngsters that dared me and basically teased me finished behind me. Huh. So I was so happy with that. Yeah. You know, it was it was a I did a 145 something like that, mm. which you know I was so happy with for the first ever half marathon. Yeah. Yeah. So then I was fit. Yeah. But well, I don't, I don't want to waste this. Um, my younger brother, unbeknown to me, had started running as well. Um, so we we both 
we saw the Marlow Half Marathon advertised, and it started and finished from our old school. So we thought, well, we've got to do it. Looked at the course profile, and it's proper Chiltern Hill, hmm. which to a lot of people, the Chilton aren't really hilly. If you're somewhere like Derbyshire or something, but to the, the Vale of Aylesbury, the Chiltern Hill, the monsters. So we both ran that, and I'm right, it's November now, what am I going to do? So I just kept running and ticking over, and I'd seen the, I don't recall when I saw it, but I saw the Blenheim Triathlon on the telly once, and I always sort of thought, well, that would be nice to try. Uh, so I went uh, on the cycle to work scheme, got a road bike, and spent the winter cycling, mm. came out in the March, April times, end of March, beginning of April, and did um, a local pool bay sprint triathlon. Right. I thought I thought I was you know, on it. Yeah. But bit man, I finished that. I was a wreck, yeah. absolute wreck. I had no idea how putting the three events together is a completely kettle of fish to, to uh, a half marathon or a ten k or yeah. just going out on the bike put those three together and it's just a different world. So was it, was that the first time you'd been swimming then for that triathlon? I've, I've, I've always done it. I'd always swum. Right. Always swum in the pool. Not particularly brilliantly but I, I'm i a fairly not a fairly quick swimmer but fairly strong swimmer if you know what I mean. Right. I, I can keep going. So the swim bit wasn't any and to be fair none of the none of the individual bits are an issue but put them all together for your first ever Go, and it was just I have no idea. <laughs> so then I then I started to um to we didn't have so much Facebook and, and stuff like that then. We, we were using internet forums, weren't we, for for talking to different people about triathlons yeah. and so I was on a couple of those and just gleaning information from people and heard about this thing called a bricks which I'd never considered before. <laughs> You don't, you, you, you know, you're coming at it from complete novice. Yeah. So I started doing, mixing it up, you know, doing, doing a bike and run or a swim and bike or just mixing it up and just gradually through that summer, I think, I can't, I can't remember for sure, but I think a couple more pool-based sprints mm. and then obviously the natural progression then is to want to get in a lake so you've got to buy a wetsuit. Um, went to, it's not a very local lake to me, but it was nearer to me um, that did open water swimming at Box End, the other side of Milton Keynes. And it's just got my confidence, found that I preferred it to pool swimming. Yeah. So I, I, I spent the, the summer, I stepped up to Olympic distance, and that was all, you know, I had a, a brilliant stuff. I, I consider I was a different athlete to what I was on that very first pool. was 
the standard wasn't. And I did the standard because I sort of got into that distance. Yeah. Um, and I turned up. The car park is just full of these people that just look professional. And there's me on still on the same road bike, but I've progressed to clip on aero bars. So, so I, I just I was overwhelmed. Just got that that, and this again is is a bit of theme. It's a sort of a they call it imposter syndrome. Oh yeah, yeah. Turn up. You think, what am I doing here? wasn't a qualifier so luckily all these super flashy looking people weren't in my uh, race yeah. cut a long story short I had a great race I won my age group so yeah came home and back on the internet forum and was discussing it with a few different people and someone said why don't you go for the GB age group team and I thought that's not you know so that's what, not year, my... what year was that uh, that must have been 2015. 15. 2015. It must have been 2015. Yeah. Um, so, obviously, you then you, you get on the British Triathlon website and you find your, your qualifiers, register. And I I can't, I must have gone to Bedford because that again is fairly local to me. Right. Just the other things. And I did, I did a a nice, you know, nice enough race. It's flat, it's windy, <laughs> twisty technical. So I, I seem to love it. Really got on well with it. But I was I about 110% of the mm. winner's time. Yeah. Again, you know, if you get a real quick guy and wins it, that knocks you all down the, That's it. down the percentages, doesn't it? Yeah. So, uh, just, you know, I was happy with that and I thought, well, we'll see what happened. I did a few more duathlons, triathlons that year. Um, I remember coming home from work one day. Um, because we worked different shifts. Mm. And I, I finished finished work. Was, there was a message on the answer machine. Picked it up. It was British Triathlon. Uh, we're offering you a roll-down base for uh, a, a, v, a V-Lay. Is that how you say it? A v um, in Spain. Oh, right, okay, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. 2016 ITU. Yeah. Um, I think you're rolled out. We need an answer before five o'clock. So, luckily, luckily I was on that, what we call an early shift. Yeah. I'd been on any other shift, I wouldn't have picked that all up in time. Yeah. But I hastily rang the missus, says, what do you think? Like, well, you know, go for it, we'll, we'll get to So I rang them back, and say, yeah, I'll take the place. Yeah. That was that was my introduction to Fantastic. to uh, EBT. Yeah, brilliant. Yeah, right. Absolutely. So yeah, that, that was uh, the beginning. Yeah, the beginning. And have you have you pretty much qualified every year since? Yeah. Yeah. And is it stand yeah. is it standard that you generally go for? It is. It's it's a, a bit of a odd one. I, I go for the standard. I like. The distances, yeah. Um, but I have I've written down actually here just to remind me what what I have I have done. Yeah, just re- um, go on then, just reel off what you've what you've achieved so far. So I've done the, the twenty sixteen ITU, 
Um, I've written down it. Qualified on a roll down. Uh, it was for my first ever. It was a massive venue. Yeah. The transition seemed to go on for. Um, and it was just totally overwhelming. Yet again, turned up and we looked at each other and we're like, "What are we doing here? Look at all these people and all flashy kits." And by this time, I'd progressed to a TT bike and yeah. a bit more idea of, uh, of what stuff I should. But even so, the American team just sort of fucking like you know, a marching army, you know, <laughs> putting all their bikes down, all immaculate. Um, had a had a good race. Um, well, I think I, I put down I was twenty sixth overall. I was I couldn't have expected any more. I qualified on a on a roll down, and it yes. was early on in. Um, so then, uh, what did I do? Twenty seventeen. Uh, Saria, the ETU duathlon. Yeah, so against... you were you were racing in the snow then, were you? Oh, no, it was well that wind. Yeah, the wind. Uh, <laughs> mental. We, we turned, went for a. I think we we landed at Madrid in a three-hour drive yeah. to completely middle of nowhere. Yeah. Snow on the mountains, over as far as you could see. Wind factor. Our hotel was up on a hill as well, out of town. Wind chill factor of about minus three as I go for a, a just a, a gentle five-mile run. Came back to the hotel and I, oh, I said, I can't breathe. I just can't, you know, it just felt... Yeah. Whether it was the cold air or the altitude, I don't know. Anyway, day before the race was a glorious day. It was. Well, this is, <laughs> it was a sprint day. It was the sprint... The sprint off the day before, and no, nice was, I think it was the same day, wasn't it? Was it? Yeah, I think the, the unless the storm came in just in time for the bike leg of the, of the stand. It did, yeah, because I remember watching yeah. it. I can remember going there's um, you go over a, a bypass, wasn't there? A like viaduct, viaduct, yeah, <laughs> it really was a fly. Hanging on to those bars grim death, but yeah, that, yeah I enjoyed it. You yeah. know, it was a challenge, yeah, wrestling. Um, qualified for that at Anglic Water, which is local, the localist qualifier to me, and pretty much every race that I've qualified for, I've either qualified at Anglic Water or Bedford. Mm. Uh, so later on that year, September, I did the ETU long distance triathlon at Almere, okay. Challenge Almere. Yeah. Completely different kettle of fish yeah. um, qualified for that the year before I did at Hever Castle in the July they do um, an iron distance right um, my age group in that uh, so I thought well why not and how so did you out. find switching from Olympic up to iron alright because I'd, obviously the training and everything was, was gearing toward the iron at the end of the year yeah um, so the, the the standard distance duathlon was it was a B race, really. Mm. Um, although I was myself ready for it, it was still in the back of my mind. I got the long distance at the end of it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that was, I don't know, I think Hever, Hever Castle was tough and hilly, very tough and very mm. hilly. Um, whereas Almere, completely different. Pan flat. Yeah. Mercy of the weather. Luckily, it wasn't windy. Mm. Uh, it rained a lot. 
wasn't windy, so that was that was good. And I'd said to my other half, if I get in under eleven and a half, I won't do another iron <laughs> because training and the commitment is just yeah. it's it's a lot on us, but we enjoy doing it. Mm. Um, partners, it's obviously you're right, you're you're never you're, yeah. you're always off doing something. Yeah. So I came in at 11 hours, 29 minutes, 30 seconds. <laughs> so I've had to stick to my word. Yeah, of course. Yeah. But there's a, there's a twist that we'll get to in a bit. <laughs> <laughs> um, so then 2018, I had two trips to Denmark. I did the, the Powerman, they call that the, the middle distance mm. duathlon. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed that. That's a, a 10k run, 60k. NK1. Yeah. Um, lovely air for cycling. Uh, not flat at all. Mm. Defined hill. You had a, a cop section through a farmyard that was just littered with water bottles, was of bottles pinging out of yeah, cages yeah. everywhere. Yeah. And a, a short, sharp. Um, that was that was good. But that was the 2018. That was a really hot um, spell where the London. It was the same weekend as the London Marathon. Right. And everyone was melting. Yeah. It was really hot. Yeah. Great fun. Then, then later on, went back to the Finn ITU uh, Championships in just another Denmark. Just you had to go across a big onto an island in the middle, didn't you? Yeah. So whatever you there. Um, not so good there. I'd had a after the Powerman. I had a, a niggle in my knee. Mm. But I just couldn't shift and I'd had to reduce the run training and, and replace it with it was fine on the bike, obviously fine swimming, but running was was aggravating it. So I didn't do as much running. Mm. Um so I went into that Neil tape up. Um it was alright. There was a cobbled section which really aggravated it. Uh, but you know, did my best. Yeah. Did. And then this year this this March went to Pontumbria. Yeah. Um had a had a good race. Mm. But you could see the difference. It was very early in the year. It was early March. We'd probably done minimal outdoor training, I reckon, as, as a GB team. I reckon a lot of us were in sheds and garage training. Yeah. Uh, I was fifteenth in my eight. It's not bad. Fourth the fastest Brit. Yeah. Uh, shows how an advantage the Spanish had yeah. with their being able to tr- outside yeah. and, and in nice weather. Yeah. It was it was clever of them perhaps to to put it on so early because hmm. it doesn't matter what time of year it then down the south of Spain, does it? That's right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but we were we were lucky to go. We we, we, were. we flew. We flew from Portugal, so we drove back the next day, got yeah. to Portugal, and then obviously there's all of the rumours when we get back, won't we get back? Yeah. We got home and it then, wasn't it? It was, yeah. Like you say, we were very lucky to, to to be able to go there and actually at least get a race in, and we didn't know at the time, but it was to be the last one, wasn't it? So. Uh, yeah. Yeah, very yeah. lucky. There's a gap there between 2018 and 2020. I did qualify for Pontevedra, mm. but 
go because uh, I I'd entered this absolute crazy duathlon called the Dragon Jump. All right. It went from Ang to Swansea. Okay. Uh, taking in, uh, running up and over Snowdon, <laughs> running up and over Cadet Idris, and up and over Penafan. All right. And cycling the legs in between. Quite flat then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it, it was it was a bit, and it was, it was in June, so the idea was glorious weather. We had that freak weather came. Every time I get, um, I've got a, a red tri bike and a grey one, and every time a red one comes, it rains. <laughs> it just, it, I cannot seem to ride it in dry weather. Mm. Um, and it absolutely ticked it a whole day. So I've got support with the you know, swap, take bike from one side of the mountain to the other for you to get up the next leg. And there were trainers in the window with the fan heater going and trying to dry them out. So I, can, I, got, I think I got through about seven pairs of socks. Just ridiculous. But such a great race. Yeah. Good. Such a great race. Good. 20 hours, 19 minutes in. A bit, a bit more than a, than a distance. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so are you coach then, Tim? No, no. I, I sort of, um, because I used to train the horses, I sort of started off training myself in a similar sort of way, you know, with with, with people chasers. You're, you're doing a lot of long, slow work to mm. get the grounding in, and then a couple of short shots efforts and things so i just started off basically using that knowledge to train myself that's fascinating <laughs> um and uh, it seemed to work yeah uh, but that's what they tell you to do isn't it 80 percent 80 percent zone two 20 percent and, and that's now we've down the line we've come to to be an actual thing haven't we yeah. you know it, it's something that, that people are, are using a lot 80 20 training yeah um I probably should have had a swimming coach. I, I think I I blunder my way through it. Yeah. Um, I remember doing a, a qualifier at um, Grafton Water and age group. I came out of the water about 15th and finished off fifth overall. Well, if I'd have come out of the water in fifth, yeah. um, I had a chance of maybe doing a bit, bit more. But I don't know. I should. That, I think that's probably the one thing that I need mm. is a swim coat. Yeah. Although rating more on duathlons. Yeah. So yeah. probably not necessary. Yeah. Well, I, do, I, I, still, I still do a triathlon. Still enjoy my triathlons, but I seem to have more success with the duathlon. Yeah. Um, well, that's what I've, um, what I've said over the quite a few episodes now. You know, you've got to race to your strengths. Yeah. Um. So it's it is what it is, isn't it? If you if you're stronger doing a duathlon than you are a triathlon, if your swimming's not great, then why wouldn't you? Well, yeah, and I seem to I seem to be with. I, I, I think personally, I think and other people said it, I think duathlons are tougher. Yeah. Because you're set, to, especially the sprint and the standard distance, where you're setting off quick from the word go. There's there's no 
there's no hanging back with these qualifiers. There's yeah. no pace NK and see where where you can make it up. If you're not on it yeah. on that first run, then yeah. you're already hell, aren't you? Yeah, that's that's so true. Um, so true. Yeah, uh, yeah. I think I think I've, I've got the ability to to keep going when it hurts. Yeah, which you need for a duel. And that's massive, think, isn't it? That's massive having that ability. Yeah. yeah. So what advice and tips would you give um, to anyone wanting to get into multi-sport, whether it be duathlon or triathlon? If it's triathlon, I think my one tip would be get coach, even yeah. though I didn't. Yeah. Um, because no matter how fit you are, if you take brilliant, yeah. you're not going you're to cut it with everyone else. For just general advice is, Enjoy it. Don't do too much. Mm. Don't. What I mean by don't do too much. Don't weigh yourself out. Like we were saying, eighty twenty. Yeah. Keep within what you can comfortably do and recover from. Yeah. If if you finish your day next day, you're still absolutely worn out. You've done too much. So pace yourself. Mm. I did. Um. Going back to the qualifiers. Qualifier. Angling water where I was desperate to qualify. I trained and trained and trained. Got out on the first run and there was nothing in the legs. I absolutely felt dreadful. Luckily, probably on the bike section, a valve broke and I couldn't fix it, so I didn't finish. Right, right. Two weeks later, I went up to Columbia Park where I just backed right off the training and qualified with a, with a fourth. So, yeah. you know, it, it's, yeah, it's, you know, I think, and it's going to stick to them. Yeah, yeah. It's amazing. I'm going have a decent bank account. Because <laughs> it's gonna... <laughs> well, yeah, there is that. Um, <laughs> so, do you do any, any um, strength and conditioning as well? Yoga? Anything like that? Yeah. I, I never did. Um, and I think as we get older, it's get creakier, do Got to look after your body. Mm. So I have, there's um, uh, a woman in, the, in a village, just, she used to be snowboarding, darting up her own um, PT and, and training and she sends out, um, sends out emails with, with strength and conditioning things to do. Yeah. So she takes them to you. So I'll just, I'll, I'll give her a, a, a customer to work on. Yeah. So she's given uh, exercises to do to be fit I can feel the difference on the, the core strength especially yeah. I've always since that injury that knee injury I've all um, since then I've done a lot of rehab and prehab exercises yeah. on my legs yeah. the, um, I went to a, a physio who basically said you know your knee's got a weakness mm. but you can get by it by having everything else strong and um, working well so yeah I, I don't do enough but I do some yeah, because <laughs> yeah, like you say as we get older we do need that because the muscles start wasting away and we need the strength to keep keep going and you know doing some strength and condition is important as well as having the flexibility isn't it so yeah. because we're all we're all trying to run times as if we were 40 yeah. when we're when we're over 50 you know yeah, absolutely. in your head yeah. 
your strength, your stretching. I go for regular sports massage. Yeah. I don't stretch enough, but again, I do some. Mm. There aren't enough hours in the day, to be fair, if yeah. you've got a job as yeah, well. Yeah, well, that's it. If you're working full-time like you are, that's it. Yeah. Yeah. So what's your favourite um, resources and things that you go to, you know, that you, you look at? I use YouTube. Yeah. Um, I used to use the, the, the various internet forums mm. back in the old days, Facebook mm. and things like that. Yeah. A lot of... Obviously, you've got to filter out what's good advice and what, you know, wives' tales and things. Mm. Um, but a lot of the YouTube... I on YouTube, um, I've got some sound advice. It's the the GTN yeah. and GCN sites, um, and and talk, just talking to people at races. Yeah. yeah, classic, classic. I did. I was trying to qualify for the sprint distance. Um, Twenty nineteen, I went up to Darley Moor, a little motor racing circuit. We had a qualifier up there, and the first one was two laps and then it was was it nine laps this really tight um racetrack absolutely loved it it really it seemed to suit me but it was it wasn't draft legal um so you know we're flying around it was wet again i got the red bike out at night it was wet um cornering in the wet loving it passing people absolutely just got into it and did one too many laps oh because I passed transition and there weren't many in it. I looked at the bike because I'd, I'd lost count. I got so over excited. I'd lost count. Relying on the bike computer. Mm. And as I came up the line, I couldn't work out if I'd got one more lap to do or if that was it. Yeah. I thought, all right, I don't want to do come in too soon. So I went up, and then halfway through that lap, realised I'd done one too many. Yeah, yeah. So came in, set out on the run like a man possessed and obviously yeah. I didn't make a cut still still got a 109% mm-hmm. um, that's good going considering but, you did a lap, a lap extra <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh, again talking to someone elastic bands on your tri bars and just ping them over each time you finish yeah. a lap yeah you know it's that sort of advice from that but you don't if you've not thought of it yourself someone else would have thought of it won't yeah. they and yeah. made mistakes. so yeah as well as YouTube chatting to people at races yeah. there's so much knowledge out there mm. so yeah. many people and of course friendly bunch where although we're competing against each other we're happy to help each other yeah. as well it's yeah because we've brilliant. all we've all been there haven't we and we all make yeah, this yeah. we all make the same mistakes yeah <laughs> yeah brilliant you, you'll see you might be part next to someone who's forgotten his bike helmet or something yeah. or you know or i would put a spare, or a spare yeah. pair of shoes just you know just in case um, and likewise, you'd like to think if it happened to me, someone had, yeah, you know, I went to an event somewhere where someone had, they brought their wheels but forgot their skewers. Mm. You know, it's just little things like yeah. that. We're all such a friendly group of people. Yeah, brilliant. What's your favourite piece of equipment? Well, it was my bikes. Yeah. I, I, I love my bikes. Obviously, with lots and everything. Um, now it's it's my turbo, right? Um, elite director. Yeah, got it cheap. Yeah, Alfred's bring. Um, wouldn't be without. I've now 
uh, got myself a rocker plate for it. All oh, right. Yeah, that's a different level again. Yeah. So, yeah. So what yeah, what does what does it? I obviously know the the sort of concept, but yeah. Does it make it harder or just more realistic? It makes it a bit more realistic, a bit more comfortable. You're not set in one position. Yeah. It takes a bit of use to work because obviously you sure. Like being out on a proper bike. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Yeah. If if you're not that strong in your core, you just end up leaning one way or the other all the time. Um. So it is. It's just it adds a bit more to it. I think we're going to be spending a long winter in on our turbos again, aren't we? So yeah. It just it was just something I fancied. Got it. Yeah. With the two together, it's it's brilliant. Yeah. yeah. Have you got the handle handlebar gizmo which moves? As well, no, that's I think that's a, a bit too much. <laughs> I, well, I, just, I, I think with the, the scary one, I think it's starting to get a bit unstable. Yeah. I've got my front wheel strapped to the, yeah. to the, the rocker plate so that when you're out in saddle putting an effort in, you know, you, you're held there, you, your front wheel's held there. I think if it was a bit wobbly, you'd, yeah, well, we might like a flat outside, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I used to fall off horses. I was going to say you should be good being like being an ex jockey. You should be fine and stable on the horse. Pardon the pun. <laughs> All of them are fair. Yeah. yeah, yeah, brilliant. But um, yeah, so yeah, so uh, yeah, that's uh, that's my favourite bit. Yeah. Cool. So, what are your short term goals and longer term goals? All being well in twenty twenty one. Short term, uh, obviously. We've got, I've got the Euro and the Worlds 2020, if they go ahead. Yeah. So it's and Holland, isn't it? Yeah. So that's, that's on the agenda, what I'm aiming for this year. Sure. Uh, thinking I might have a crack at some sprint uh, triathlons and duathlons early, if we can race early. Yeah. Um, and see how I get on with those. I, I seem every time I do do sprint, I seem to do all right. Mm. But I just I don't, I don't know if it's a value for money. What it is, I quite like doing the Olympic distance because you're racing for over two hours. Yeah. Right? yeah. Whereas a sprint is, is you, know, you might drive for three hours to race for one. Yeah. Just I don't know. I don't know. But if if, if I do a few and, and get and do quite well at them, I think I might. Target them this year. Yeah, bit I'm a bit, a bit all over the place uh, with distances. I, I, I can race a sprint. I can, I can do an iron distance. It, yeah. I don't know. I seem to enjoy them all. Yeah, it's well, just you've got training. Yeah, it's good to mix them up, though, isn't it? Yeah, keep you interested. Yes, that that I think is the thing. I mean, you can you, you can also you can use sprints as a like we used to with the whole. Um, a horse that, that, that might run over three miles, you, you, you're putting in a, a short race just to sharpen him up, yeah. just to keep interest. Yeah. And I, I think it's the same with me. It's do a sprint, you're on the red line from the word go, and it, you know you, you put maximum in, don't you? But for a short time, whereas you do like a, I, I think my preferred triathlon distance is a middle distance because it's not. I think you can still, you can, 
for someone of my ability, I, you can still race a middle distance, mm. whereas the full iron distance, or I, I think you've got to pace yeah. a, mid, a, a, um, a long distance. Mm. I'm, I'm not good enough, ever going to be good enough or fit enough to be at the racy end of an age group in a, a long distance. Yeah. And what um, about your long term then? Long term goal. Just keep going as long as I can. Yeah. It's, you know, it's, it's keeping me alive now. Yeah. Uh, I did. I did see. As you got older, might might be a little bit nearer meddling because you know. But it's just not working like that. Everyone's still going, aren't they? Yeah. <laughs> Everyone's. We've all, we've all got with our nutrition and our training and, and strength and conditioning. We're all still going, aren't we? Mm. Keeping fit and yeah, the, going. I'd love to get just the top five yeah. at, at uh, international. I'd be really happy with. Cool. Um, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see, cool. How, we'll see how, how the year pans out. Yeah, well, that's it, it isn't it? We've got to wait. Yeah. Got, to, got to wait and see. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Brilliant. Brilliant. Well, that's that's it. That's. Uh, I think it's a great place to finish it. So thank you ever so much for your time and, and coming on and telling us your story. Um, Thanks for having me. It's been a pleasure. And I hope everything uh, turns out for us all a bit better than this year. Can't be much worse. And we get to get to see each other at races. And, um, yeah, and we can at least keep training anyway, can't we, over there? We've, we've, got, we've got our sheds and playing right. caves. Absolutely. So. Cool. Brilliant. Cheers. Alright mate, cheers. Thanks a lot. Thanks a lot. Bye. Bye. What a top bloke. Really enjoyed that. Um, great to hear Tim's journey. And how he's coping in these COVID times. Um, and as he says, he's quite lucky that it hasn't really affected his working life too much. And um, the only things he's missing out on are races. He's still training and enjoying that. So that's great, great to you. And I'm looking forward in keeping tabs on Tim and hoping that he gets his goal of finishing on a podium at some point in the future. And I love his attitude of um, his longer term is just to keep going. And I guess when you, you reach a certain age as we all do, that, yeah, we just do want to be able to keep going and um, keep enjoying what we're doing and anything else that comes along, well, that's a bonus. So, yeah, great attitude to have. Thanks again, Tim. Great to chat to you. And that's it for another episode. I hope you've enjoyed this. Hope you've enjoyed Tim's story. And we shall see you for the next one. Hopefully I have some internet by then and um, make things a, a little bit easier so as we always say don't forget stay safe keep training and love the process 